What would you say you do here? I'm doing it now, whatever it is. Okay, so as we where we started, I don't like that haircut. It was nicer the way it was. It was uh, people were flinging nickels at me. No. Okay, no, and, and not because that. I was handsome Dan. Don't okay, I was not dancing. <laughs> Hold on. Gotcha oh, for so, nickels. <laughs> so I just sent you a picture, okay? Like that's that's what I looked like. Like it was just like it was unruly, it was unkempt, it was super long, and it was just it was just too much. But you had so, like a Saiyan thing going on. It was awesome. It was too. It will. It will grow back. It will become Saiyan hair again, and I will go blue next time. That's the plan. Ah. Plan is blue next time. Rob Saiyan blue, huh? A new form. <laughs> yeah, I mean, S S Super Saiyan Rob Blue. SSRP. Ah. Okay, so I need to uh, need to pop to the fridge real quick. Uh, I need to get my uh, my energy drink for this because I am, who man, I am I am in a rough rough state uh, this weekend. Okay, I am upset with the current state of affairs. I am our official. F- up. I have my drinks right here. I updated Audacity before you did. <laughs> I I get one. Okay, you got to give me at least one once in a while. Like Spider Man rescues, everybody gets one. Everyone gets one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on for one second. I'm going to go grab it. Because this is funny. This is really funny, okay? Okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a follow-up. Well, last time we spoke, God, I think it was like two weeks ago at this point. You mean officially? Yeah, sure. Two weeks ago. Well, two, two weeks since the last episode, yeah, I should yeah. say. That's what I meant by officially. What do you think I meant? Yeah. Not everything's a conspiracy, Rob. Get your head out of the dark. Lord, Lord knows with you, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have spoken through like through unofficial Soviet back channels. <laughs> Damn Ruskies. Rusky. Oh, dude, that reminds me. Oh my me. god! I saw. Uh, I was waiting to see which one of the uh, political parties adopted the anti-communism stuff first. And when I was coming back from the dentist the other day, dude, I saw a sign that said, "You know, stop communism, vote Republican." I was like, ah, ah. The Reds beat us to fight in the Reds again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Terrific. Uh. So I um, I had recently gotten back from the Vegas trip. Oh, you know, right. from seeing right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the When We Were Young Music Festival. Oh uh, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, got to uh, got to kind of tour up and down the entire Vegas Strip. Walked the whole thing. Only to learn later on that um, probably shouldn't have done that. There's some sketchy spots um, towards the uh, the tail ends well, of the Vegas Strip. It, the whole city is based on debauchery and sin. What did you expect? <laughs> well, lit debauchery and sin. The, the, the tail ends, it's kind of dark. Dude, Vegas is so much fun though, man. It was. Did, did you it see was. that hotel, so, The Wind? The Wind? The Really the giant wind? hotel? They were all giant hotels. But the win is super swank, man. Like the few times I stayed there, that oh my god. Have you ever heard of a place called Area Fifteen? No, I don't know what offhand. You will love this place. So if you ever get a chance to go back to Vegas, go to Area Fifteen. Um, a found this place. I think through like Talk Talk or something. I don't know. So 
inside it's like this neon kind of like uto- like dystopian utopian kind of like uh, kind of layout it's like a bunch of like little shops and bars and mini golf and like vr experiences and it's all this crazy stuff we did not have a lot of time to explore it that we went there for one particular reason it's this place called omega mart okay i i beseech the first any and the listeners last market yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, all right. <laughs> the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Oh, God. Always makes you think of Xenogears. Um, so Omega Mart is this immersive experience where you go into this store, and they have all these very strange products on the shelves. Um, and you can buy all this stuff. Well, strange to most people, sure. But go ahead. They had cans of something called tattooed chicken, which I thought was really hilarious. What is that, like chicken from Tatooine? No, it's literally like on, like the picture on front of the can is like like a roasted chicken with tattoos on it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you said Tatooine it's, chicken. It's, like, it's really like it's a very, Space very surreal bird. experience. Uh, you should have gotten some pictures, man. Oh, I, I got pictures. I got pictures. Okay, I got plenty of pictures of this thing. A bought a can of this sparkling water called gender fluid. <laughs> Um, and so I found a energy drink called Wake Up, Please. I could talk for 10 minutes about that, but go ahead. <laughs> so you read the back of the can. You're like, oh, wake up, please. Like, okay, it's just like it's, you know, it's a whatever. It's an energy drink like no, like like any other. So I'm going to read the can because it really, it like, it tells a story. Okay, so I'm going to do this and I'm going to talk a little bit about more like what Omega Mart actually is. So it reads, your eyes are twitching like crazy. You're really in it, aren't you? Look at those two drops of sweat running down your forehead. Here's a damp cloth. Now, now we're gently shaking your shoulder. Do you feel that? Feel the shake? Feel yourself coming back to us. Please, please. This is not real. You are asleep. This existence is a dream. You are looking at a can in a store. Snap out of it. You are sleeping and this is a dream. Please, wake up. You're not who you are in this dream. Your family is concerned. They're standing around your bed begging you to wake up. Wake up. Please wake up. <laughs> so, according to this can, you're in some sort of coma. <laughs> or a simulation. Yeah. <laughs> so, I bought this specifically for the episode. Uh, I have no idea what flavor it is. It just, I, I guess it tastes like wake up. So. Ah, there we go. <laughs> oh, that is some excellent Foley work. And. It just tastes like a Red Bull. <laughs> that is disappointing, like... all that build up. <laughs> wow, wow. <sighs> so when you get into a Mega Mart, okay, like you know nothing about like what it actually is. It's just, you know, you could walk in, you could have a lot of fun just looking at like the crazy stuff that's around. But as you kind of like interact with some of like the screens, you kind of learn a little bit about like this this story of what Omega Mart is and what it wants to be and how it functions. And if you continue to kind of explore the store, you can actually find uh, entrances to these back areas of the store, which I don't even know how to explain this. There's like lighting, like lighting effects. There are, there's like cave dwellings. There's all this back area uh, stuff going on with, Pipes and tubes and stairs and ladders and it's all like neon lit with everything. But the whole front is just like, oh, this 
it's this store yeah, it's that like sells all these like unique yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but like you you can open up one of the one of the coolers and there's like this tunnel you can walk through i found the entrance to the upstairs by going through a clothing rack like you part these shirts and you look in and there's this spiral staircase that leads all the way up you go through you walk out of this door and you come out of like these lockers and this woman is waiting for you at the top and she says, oh, welcome to the Omega Mart family. You are now officially employees. They're like, oh, wait, what? And it's you get to play around with all these funky like synth machines and cameras. And it is just – you can have a lot of fun just doing this without actually solving like the mystery behind what Omega Mart is because there is this really in-depth story. It is – as it as it's as it's advertised in this immersive experience, where you 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 uncover what the hell's going on, and a big part of this, and we didn't like A and I didn't realize what it actually was until we got up to like this third floor, where you can either turn left and you get to play with all these um, wacky button synth machines, or you can look right and there's just it's like barricaded there's like caution tape it's like you know it, it, it's out of order you're not really supposed to go that direction mm-hmm. or are you oh so do you understand the point you're making what? right now and what you're actually saying <laughs> like I, well, I sound like you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 we climb under this um like this caution tape and there's all this stuff painted on the walls and, like, gritty graffiti, like, don't believe Omega Mart, like, it's selling you lies, and they give you... And there's all these numbers that are that are written on the walls. And these numbers are actually phone numbers that you can dial on the phones downstairs that call other people. And they ask you all these questions. And they can grant your QR code, which we didn't get, to, to open up all these back doors. So apparently in order to solve this whole mystery, it takes about two and a half to three hours. So if you're going to get there, get there a little bit earlier. We got there towards like the later part of the night. So it was really just enjoying the experience and kind of uncovering a little bit. But my God, it was phenomenal, phenomenal. Just just, just this alone. And I, I, and I haven't even spoken about, you know, the actual when we were young music festival. Like we didn't go to Vegas for, for, uh, for Omega Mart. Which is located in, like I said, in Area 15. I wonder if they call it Area 15 for the same way that Area 51 was named Area 51. Something crashed there? No, 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 no. It was just a grid number on a map. I think Area 15 is really just a, just being playful with Area 51, just like transposing the numbers. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. That's what I think. That's what I think. But yeah, like it was phenomenally strange and unique experience, and I got this weird, weird energy drink, which unfortunately tastes like a fucking Red Bull. The thing I wonder is, is it supposed to taste like that? Because it it tasting just like a Red Bull kind of makes a point. I I really hope I wake up, though. Oh, I'm sure you will, Red Bull or otherwise. Not really a fan, but... Whatever. I paid for it. I'll drink it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that is really uh, the Omega Mart experience. I mean, I, I can talk at great lengths about the, uh, you know, the When We Were Young Festival. There was a lot of concern or worry that it was going to become like a fire fest. 
and we had actually gotten there on the very very last day of the of the festival like we, we got tickets for the um for the last day of the event you know i really i don't mean to cut you off and i apologize but no at first i was slightly offended by the idea of you taking over the role of the crazy guy here <laughs> but, but i got to wear your shoes and i felt nine inches tall because they're so high I, they're, not, they're not that high they only had three inches pretty it's still pretty high. <laughs> anyway. So uh, why, why, why were you offended of me being the crazy person? Well, at first I was, you know, mildly slightly offended by that because, you know, that's that's my role in what we do. I'm the crazy guy. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting here making all these points. And the whole time I was sitting here and that sort of mild, uh, you know, offense that I was feeling faded away. And I was literally smiling the whole time you were talking. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. You, uh, but that's like that's like every conversation we have. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm saying like the like the music fest itself was like it was an amazing, amazing. Still gotta work on them G's. Uh, experience and well worth the money, the travel, the hotel. It was worth every penny spent on being there for this. Like it was it was so well set up. It was well planned. It was well organized. Most people were very, very polite. A lot of people were drunk from something called um, Beatbox, which I don't recommend. They were like 11.1% alcohol. So if you have more than a half of one, you're going to have a bad time, especially in like the Nevada sun. I only had half of one and I was just like, ooh, I'm in a good place. I can't imagine the whole <laughs> I like thing. This. this is pretty nice. <laughs> this is pretty nice. Pretty nice. I'm enjoying my time here at the music festival. <laughs> I saw some of the pictures you had posted and I, I was gonna I was gonna I literally wrote it out and I was about to post a, uh, a thing that said, It's more attractive, Edward Snowden. Get him <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like So gonna do that side by side comparison. Yeah, we're gonna have to, dude. Rob Edward Snowden <laughs> split screen. I might need to shave though. Do I need to shave or to see like? No, he pretty much yeah, looks just like you. <laughs> we need to edit in the X Files theme right there. <laughs> <laughs> Am I Edward Snowden? We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we you don't, don't want to start promoting the idea because you know the way conspiracy theories take off. It's like you know a little bit of plastic surgery. You can come right back from Russia and just assume your identity. It wouldn't be a big shift, you know. If <laughs> you have the same bone structure, you know your first and last name, same amount of syllables, it's totally possible. So we continue the lore of the podcast. It means that Edward Snowden has an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. They probably took care of that, too. I got his hot dog flopped. <laughs> My stomach stapled. Um, I mean, so, so, like, some of the bands, like, uh, Bring Me the Horizon was, like, absolutely, like, a, a phenomenal set. Um, I was really upset with Jimmy World. I was really excited for that, but they just, they just didn't have the energy. But always good to hear them live. I've heard them live a couple times. The big story of all the people who performed, at least towards the later part of the night, was uh, this complete jagoff named Bright Eyes. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. Don't. Because whatever becoming a fan is, that's the opposite of what this man did. He was absolutely just like tanked or lit on stage. Just He was just like obliterated on stage. And he's talking so much shit. Like what? Like he opens the thing saying like, oh, like, you know, if you look around you, like... 
you know, this is like the end of times. If you look at like Vegas and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can agree with that. Yeah, it makes sense. And then he just starts talking about all this biblical stuff, and he starts shit talking like the audience, and like, oh, you're not really here to see me. You're here to see fucking Paramore. Like, you don't really care about me. And I was like, whoa, I'm like, this guy is a dick. <laughs> and like, I'm around these other people. Okay, and we're just, like, shouting out comments. Like, we're so far away from the stage. Like, we're just shouting out one-liners, just having fun. Well, there is this girl to the right of me who was not a fan of the things I was saying. So she kind of, like, came at me a little bit. Did she call you bra? And I'm like, huh? Did she call you bra? Was it a bro-down? She made reference to my height for some reason, as if that would offend me. See, there you go. That's the right attitude. Go ahead. She's like, she's like, I don't have to listen to any. She's like, she's like, I don't, I don't, I don't take advice or like, I don't have to listen to someone who's like five seven. I'm like, I'm like, I don't have to listen to someone who's still in a training bra. What do you want? So, ooh, Rob, ooh, moots. apparently, yeah, yeah, it's it's okay to offend someone's height, but not oh, titty size. I don't know, Rob. That's uh, I don't know. I'm so so yeah. terrible, so terrible. So, whatever. So like, A and I were just like throwing out comments, and this this little child is still like you know coming at us a little bit. So finally, like, it comes down, like, really bad. Like, it gets wild. And she puts her hand in my face. And I'm like, I, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, young lady, young lady. I'm like snapping at her because, like, you know, she's a kid. You know, whatever. I'm 40. And um, so she puts her hand in my face. And that's when A, like, jumps in between us. And she, man, I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to, like, kind of, kind of separate these two because they're about to go blow for blow. So aside from that, it was a great time. And bright eyes sucked. I mean, all this all this girl had to do was just, like, take a few steps forward. Or she could have said, hey, listen, your comments kind of pissed me off. Can you stop that? I would have been fine with that. But no, she immediately became, like, super hostile. Well, that's that's sort of being programmed into everybody. Any Anyone who offers uh, an opinion you don't agree with or that is outside of the uh, accepted norm, that's, that's what you're going to get is instant hostility. I mean, I think it's just, I think she was just an immature child. I mean, she didn't have a wristband that showed that she was over 21, so she couldn't have been drunk. Okay, but she was, but this, she was this whole idiot. thing isn't, isn't you know, restricted just to children, you know, or people under 18 or 21 or anything like that. Because there's plenty of examples out there that, you know, the people are full-grown adults. Most of these people at this protest against this woman who wrote that book, they were, you know, college students. And they're out there drowning out free speech. You can have your free speech, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you can that you need to give someone a platform in which to amplify, share their thoughts. Yeah, yeah, to, to to amplify their thoughts. I suppose that's true, but at the same time, they should be allowed to share it, right, wrong, or indifferent. Oh no, I I agree. They're like it's a, I get, I get, you have to. If you're a proponent of free speech, you kind of have to support a lot of it. Well, it's it. This is one of those rare situations where you're either behind it or you're not. I mean, this girl was more to the right of me, so. Um. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> no, I got it. It was very clever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Trying to bring at least like a C plus B minus game this evening. 
Okay, so so at the very end of the of the music festival, okay, like after um, like the closer was My Chemical Romance, and they just they absolutely crushed it. Okay, like and it ended with like fireworks going off everywhere. Perfect, phenomenal, fantastic, like end of the evening. But are you are you okay? I'm not o fucking k. I caught that. I caught that. Yes. I caught that. Nice. So as A and I were leaving, like so, like you know, because it was like it was. It was roughly around like Halloween that we were there. Like a lot of people were dressed up. Like I was, I was wearing some um, like Vegeta Saiyan armor. And as we're leaving, we saw this dude dressed head to toe, cans as like a bandolier belt, dressed as Duff Man. So sweet. <laughs> so we walked by, like, like right. oh yeah, Duff Man. And he's like, he's like Duff Man's little brother's lost. Oh no. <laughs> Duffman, as we have to, you know, remind people, uh, can never die. Only the actors who portray him. Oh, no. That's right. Duffman is thrust in the direction <laughs> of the problem. He's like, we're just walking by, we're like, yo, Duffman. It's like, how are you? Not well. Duffman's younger brother is missing. Oh, no. <laughs> perfect, perfect close to that evening. And that's what you call commitment to obey. <laughs> We have a few pieces of feet. Well, we actually have feedback and some follow-up to go through before we get into, like, other stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, go ahead. I mean, you know, we, we have to touch on this stuff. It's important. It's important, Mike, okay? Like, the, the, the listeners need to know feedback. Right? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, we remember the medical terms, correct? Which ones? Uh, the ones I was trying in vain to pronounce. Oh, 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 you mean, okay, I thought I thought we agreed to uh, ban your medical speech. I thought that was going to be a whole segment. What do you mean ban it? Or is that covered, or is it covered by free speech? Therein lies the grub in the question. Anyway, oh, go ahead. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I mean, what you mean? So I, I did, I was there when A listened to that part of, uh, of the podcast, and every time that I said in the, uh, in the episode, Oh man, like A- A's probably screaming at the podcast right now. Right, right, right. They were literally screaming in real life, so I had to rewind it so so they could hear me say that. <laughs> like each time, because I said that I think probably three or four times, and each time without fail, uh, they were screaming at the podcast during that spot. <laughs> so, um, I I think I think we need to make that a reoccurring segment where you find some sort of articles something going on with medical stuff and uh you're you're giving me too much ammunition we we could do it once every other episode okay like we don't want to bore people too much or cause their ears to, ears to bleed too much you're giving oh oh i just pulled up that picture of you on whatsapp wow you are really sweaty yeah, well, I, to- <laughs> I told you like i was at the gym <laughs> the guy huh okay so uh so also some additional uh follow-up um well, I'm obviously doing the episode with you, so that means I wasn't arrested for not going to jury duty. There's always time. They'll come get you. Well, that's the thing. So <laughs> I was I was just perusing through my 500-plus emails, and I just found one tucked away in there. You know, you, anyone can miss it all tucked away down there, like Canada. Yeah, oh, yeah, Canada. Yeah. And, and I had an email from, like, the county clerk or something about, about the jury duty, and they said in the email... 
that I had that I told them I was going to go. And now I need to let them know like why I wasn't there. And I'm like, well, that's funny because that's the exact opposite of what I said. So you clearly didn't listen to the voicemail. No, no, no. they're programmed not to take into account anything you say. Yeah, I guess because I called, they, I just acknowledged that I was alive still. There, that's your first mistake. I stopped doing that a long right. time ago. Just ignored it. Yeah, right? Nobody knows if I'm alive or dead. I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to tell you one way or the other myself. What, if you were alive or dead? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I think we talked about this before. I think I'm, like, textbook dictionary definition. I think I'm undead. Look it up. <laughs> Technically, I qualify. Anyway, moving on. So, so the, they're, they're demanding, they're demanding, like, scans of, like, the flight tickets and screenshots and uh, pictures of, from, like, when I wasn't, when I, when I was out of state. Like, they're requesting all of this information from me. And I'm kind of uncomfortable sending that. You should be. Okay, why should I be, though? Like, I, I feel that I am, but I don't know why. Because, quite frankly, it's nobody's goddamn business. Secondly, you could, I mean, the jury fucking rules are so touch and go, but they, they could kind of just come drag you out of wherever you are and arrest you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I don't really want to roll those dice. So, I guess i'll just submit all the information to the man unfortunately because i kind of don't want to go to jail like i don't want to be used as a form of currency so you know i have a joke here but we're gonna let that pass well, i mean say it if it's any good we'll leave it in i mean nah, what, what do you got be, it's not gonna be funny now it would have been funny in the moment but it's not gonna be funny now we can, but, we can always just move things that's that's the beauty of editing anyway um so yeah that that is a little bit of uh, feedback and update on uh <sighs> on jury duty so i'm still here it's a, it's a shit situation man it really is i mean I, I doubt you're gonna see the situation rectify itself one way or the other by giving them this information i don't think it's going to change anything so you think i'm still gonna be held in contempt <laughs> i think it's an exercise in futility either way you go telling them to fuck off or completely complying i think it's going to come down to pretty much whatever they f***ing feel like doing regardless. Which is kind of where we are with the law. So. Well, they, they, they said later on the email that I'll just be sent another one. And then I just have to show up for another date and I'm required to do that one. So hopefully I'm not going to be away again for that one because I do have something else going on. Um, actually, hold on. What am I? April 13th. One more piece of hub is that we teased a lot about this. We did not go into the popper story. Oh, yeah, I know. It was brought up to me a few <laughs> times. It's like you talk about this story the whole episode, then you don't tell it. <laughs> I kind of like yeah. that, though. I, I think that's great. <laughs> it's like you tease this whole story for like an hour and a half, and then you don't even fucking tell it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we should uh, we should really talk about the uh, the popper story. I propose the alternative. We had discussed this during the first episode. At least I think it was the first episode. Where we talked about daylight savings time, and we are recording on a on a Sunday on the sixth. So the clocks rolled backwards. Dude, it's great for being. You know, me, I'm primarily nocturnal, and my brain doesn't turn on until the sun goes down. So, like, it's great for me, but, you know, the rest of the world. 
Yeah, not so much, man. Not so billions much. of population. Just like, well, it really benefits Mike. No, yeah, it's like, well, it fucks ninety nine point nine percent of the population, but the vampires, it benefits the vampires. They're really, really pleased with this. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, luckily, like it, it worked out really well because I was up till about three a.m. watching uh, for all mankind. Oh God, I'm so glad you got into it. I still, I literally can't say too much beyond that because where are you at right now? Uh, midway through season two. Okay, well, all I can tell you now is that. Nope, no, really can't say much. Where, where, where are you at at the moment? Like exactly. Um, I have a better idea. Warned you about that. I have a better idea. Okay, this is going to be like we will we will do an in depth discussion next episode. Okay, so I by then I will have the entire like I'll be up to date on the entire show. And we will we will do like a little bit of like an in depth discussion analysis. Um, but I'm gonna bleep this because I don't want to like give anything away for anyone that does want to watch the show because it is it is absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. For um, all mankind is quite literally a gift for all mankind. Very nice. Okay, we're gonna get that as a blip when it comes out on Blu-ray. It's right on the back of the box. <laughs> Review from Crazy Mike 101, and I just got my eyes crossed and a finger in the air. My hair is all disheveled, you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> making a stupid expression. <laughs> Chris, the one to take Mike says, "This is for all mankind." <laughs> so, um, okay, so I'm at the point where where the Americans. Wait, do you mean in the show or in real life? The show. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna either like cut that or bleep a whole bunch of stuff out, uh, but I will say this, okay? Like episode one, season one, I watched the first three episodes on on the plane back from Vegas, and like the end of episode one, I was I was literally in my seat, just like edge of my seat, total suspense, and when when everything crescendoed up, I'm like like fist pump in the air, I'm like America, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was so into it. Like literally, episode one sold, sold. Yeah, dude, definitely. So, so I look forward to going uh, in depth with you about for all mankind on the next episode. So, anyone that's listening and uh, wants to hear two idiots talk about a show stupidly, by all means, tune in next episode. And, or pretty uh, much will... anywhere else on the internet, you could find the same thing. But no, don't do that. Tune in no, us. No, We're, stay us. <laughs> we want you to like us. That is that. Please like us. <laughs> is that what we want? I don't even know. <laughs> oh man, that's one of the reasons I can't wait for us to do video. It's like we're gonna beg people not to touch the like button. Oh it's God. do not touch that shiny red candy like fucking like button. Don't you dare. <laughs> candy like button. I use that phrase so many times. <laughs> I, I don't understand how that phrase has just like kind of like off. yeah 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 like it's just become so ingrained like it, it's very strange how things like that work because like I, I would love to be able to learn how I learn because I don't know how I learn I don't know why some things stick with me and they just never leave and other things just I, I become like the wind with with knowledge and it just flows right through me. <laughs> 
Because there, there are some things, like, I just, I learn it, and that's it. Okay, wind doesn't flow through you, it flows around you, but okay. Uh, it's how things resonate within you, within your mind. That's why some things stick with you, even though you could hear something, you know, only one time, and it could be almost on a subconscious level, and that thing will still stick with you. Whereas things that you could hear a fucking thousand times, just, like you said, go right through you. But there are things that I remember that I have zero use for. Like, did you know you can use tap water as a form of, like, a saline solution base for IV drips for horses? No, but that doesn't surprise me. I don't know why. That's, I read that randomly in one of A's, like, veterinarian medical books, and it just won't leave my head. (laughs) Well, get a horse. I say that all the time to people. (laughs) Now I actually have a reason to say it. I don't know if I'd want a horse. I've never ridden a horse, actually. You know, neither have I. It's one of the, like, the few things I haven't done. I've just never done it, but I do sort of subscribe to the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes theory. It's like, it's dangerous at both ends and crafty in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) My my old boss, I don't remember. Do you remember uh, John? He was uh, my superior when we worked at the packaging place. I love how you say, like, when I had a job. Like, like, yeah, I remember that one time two decades ago, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I too worked there, but I worked. I'm trying to think of a time I actually did while working there. Hold on. It happened once or twice. It's a bar so low, you had to have cleared it by accident. So I, I, I have to assume you worked... At least once. Did I did I did I tell you like the big problem with that job? Like as far as okay, you remember Kevin, uh, Ryan's uncle? He was the one who got me the job uh, on the factory floor way back then when I actually worked on that big corrugating machine. Oh God, what was that? It wasn't the Emba. No, 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 no. It was actually called the corrugator. It was the thing way in the back, that machine that took up like a whole side of the warehouse. Oh my God, that where like that room I was like. 100 degrees 60 degrees hotter yeah oh my god then like oh oof i worked and that was brutal back there i worked on the end of that thing and kevin was my boss okay because he got he got ryan and i jobs at the same time ryan didn't make it through one ship before he quit Ryan. and like his whole prediction was that it would be the opposite it's like you know oh he won't last one night and you know and he was intentionally hard on me because I, I, I not only outlasted Ryan through one shift, I outlasted him for a long, long time. And when I uh, got laid off from that job and they called me and offered me that. Uh, really quick, really quick, real quick. Do you want to kind of backtrack a little bit and explain to the listeners what exactly you're talking about? What? Like this place that 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 you oh, worked it, at that it, I I also worked at some point. Cardboard in boxes. What's to explain? I don't know. Just put it out there as a full sentence. Okay. Well, there you go. Anyway, All right. Solid. So when after I got after I got laid off and they called me to come back and they put me down in the in the print room and stuff, I was Kevin's superior. How? It's a totally different department. How would you be his superior? We were in charge of making a lot of the floor decisions and how things were done, printed, carried out, timing, all sorts of things. Like, I can't tell you how many times Kevin had to come to me for approval of things. And 
I, he would always go to whoever was whoever else was there, like Craig, for example. Oh my God, Craig! That was like that really short dude, right? No, 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 no. That was um, that was someone else. But yeah, he also owned that pizza place, right? No, no, that's who I was talking about. John was my boss, but Craig, Craig was one of the factory floor managers. Craig was the uh, uh, black hair, kind of bald, uh, mustache. I the only per the only person I remember is Carl, and the Taiwanese kickboxing champion guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, uh, but uh, no, John was actually my direct boss. He was the boss of the department down there. And he was he was really short, but he was also built like a Mack truck. So, so you're saying so you're saying this guy would try to supersede and go to anyone else that wasn't you because he didn't. Yeah, he hated what? the idea that like this guy that his original prediction was he wouldn't make it through a shift. His own nephew quit prior to the end of a shift, and you know I lasted all that time and then got promoted above him. <laughs> that was. Such a grueling place to work. Oh, most definitely. How did you survive as long as you did? Unfortunately, there was no cheating. Like, the only way to cheat was, like, you know, how Bart Simpson described studying. It's like, I, I read it and I maintained all the information in my head. It was an entirely new form of cheating. <laughs> I had to do it for real to cheat my way through it, unfortunately. Which, you know, ultimately makes it not cheating at all. But, you know... But when I, when I got laid off, I didn't think I was ever going to go back there. I thought that was it, you know. And they were called. They called me and they're like, "Oh, we have a, an opening in this department. You won't be on the factory floor anymore." And I was like, "Okay." Why did they call you? Was it because you were part of the union at that point? So they were they were required by the CBA to call I mean, you due to seniority? Honestly, it was a combination of that and people like me. Like because of my position now, I I now. I'm able to kind of see everything that happened at the box factory in like a completely different light. Well, I think that gives you a sort of two-sided perspective. You know both sides of that fence. So, mm -hmm. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, especially because I work with unions now. So, like, no, I'm really, really familiar with everything that's going on. Speaking of, man, do I have... Oh, man, do I have some adventures in chocolate to talk about. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know what though? I am really stoked about the fact that you're getting some sort of experience with just some what's like stepping outside of the normal for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect you to ever get such a thing in such a way, but you—it's also giving you some insight into things that go on that people have no idea f can actually go on. Oh my God! Uh, yeah. I mean, for anyone that's listening, if you if you ever uh. Want to be able to, you know, dish out the tea, uh, so to speak. Go into HR. Um, you will know everything, whether you want to or want not. To or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's one of my biggest problems with my existence. It's like I, I literally like know so much shit that I literally just don't want to fucking know. You know, it's like it's rough. But yeah, I can relate. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know if I want to put this out there. I mean, I, I mean, I should be able to talk about. It. I'm not going to give any names, right? Well, I mean, you might piss off certain who Jamaican drug cartels, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I think you're okay. 
God. So okay, so am I going to talk about that? Okay, okay, okay. I will talk about that. That's not what I, that's not what I was referring to, but I will talk briefly uh, about that um, because it was a very very brief situation. Thank goodness. Don't jinx yourself, <laughs> man. So it was a couple weeks ago at this point. It's probably about a month or so ago now. I was sitting on a uh, on a video call with my boss, and the 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 one woman that reports to me came in to the uh, to the conference room. And she goes, Rob, I really need to talk with you. There, there's a really big emergency going on out here. She is a very, very nice woman. She's a, a little bit older, and she tends to kind of conflate things, you know, as to like what is and isn't an emergency. I mean, right, kind of yeah. like a, like 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 a boy who cried wolf kind of thing, but like bit of an alarmist. Y- yes, yeah, perfect, perfect, ab- perfect, an alarmist. So, <clears throat> so I say to her, you know. When you say an emergency, what are we talking about? And she's like, well, um, it, 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 it involves, like, gangs. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, you know what? Like, uh, like, I just want to make candy. Like, <laughs> that's, that's been my motto for all of last week. So, so I tell her, like, I'm going to come into the room. I sit down. Like, I'm talking with my boss, you know, and uh, just tell us what's going on here. So she proceeds to tell us that one of the, one of the people that works for us his brother was murdered. We're like, okay. She's like, and then she's like, well, he was murdered by, uh, by, 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 a, by a Jamaican drug cartel. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? She's like, yeah. Uh, so apparently, his brother was murdered in a calculated hit. So this guy who works, who well, worked at the place, called a hit on the person that called a hit on his brother. And now, the person, like, the, the other faction of the Jamaican drug cartel called a hit on the guy that worked at our facility. So, that's a thing I had to deal with. <laughs> and all I keep thinking of is just, I, I just want to make chocolate. Like, that's all I want to do. I just want to work in a place that makes chocolate. Why am I dealing with this? So, you know, that was a situation. And I don't know, man. It is just like it is every every couple days something happens that makes me question the very fabric of humanity. No, 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 no. Not humanity. Our so-called reality. Okay. The fabric of reality? You don't question humanity. That's not the question. The question is the accepted level of normal. I don't well, like. I question humanity. I don't question whether, like, I don't know, about like the existence of the cat. Like, I, I, I'm confident the cat exists. I just question: Are we really meant to be here? We're not doing too well as a species. So, and you could just and my plant isn't even big. Okay, there's like 120 people that work there. So, yeah, Adventures in Chocolate. Do I talk about Wienergate? I should probably not talk about Wienergate. Anything that ends with the word gate can't be good, <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> just, just let that just carry off into into the void. <laughs> Wienergate. <laughs> oh, apparently there was two. There was Wienergate and Wienergate 2. You're you going to have two? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Two wiener, two gate? I don't know. 
<laughs> Wasn't that your name for Civil War Two? Too fast, too civil. <laughs> too fast, too civil. <laughs> Good times in in the world of Rob. What's going on over there? You know, I'm happy to say not much, and because I I know, and I unfortunately know those days are coming to a close. So every moment of just boredom that I have is a treasure. But. <laughs> So literally, like, I want to be like, God damn, I'm bored. But at the same time, I know it's coming to a close, so I have to appreciate it. So it's a bit rough in that sense. But, you know, just the, the days of fuckery and playing Grand Theft Auto for 12 hours a day are really coming to a close. How do you know it's coming to a close? You seem so certain. Yeah, I am. But that's one of those things, if I elaborate, you're just going to be, you know, tell me I'm crazy. So, I mean, I, I, I was talking crazy at the beginning of the podcast, so floor is yours man but you are also talking about something that you can literally just walk in and see for yourself and mm-hmm. whereas a lot of the things that i could sit here and tell you are legitimate you know facts uh you know they're they're gradually coming to light and you know just just leave it alone for now okay maybe on the next one we can delve into it a little bit more but Again, I know those days are coming to a close, and, you know, I enjoy it. I've been reading a lot more, too, which sucks. Oh. Cuts into my Grand Theft Auto time. Wait. <laughs> oh, you're like, I've been reading a lot. I'm like, oh, that's great. You're like, oh, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Fucking learning. No, no, no. Books. It's important to learn. Books on paper. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even go to the audio books. I have to actually read. No, but, like, okay, like, after, you know, I sort of gave myself refreshers on, like, remember we talked briefly about, like, hacking and stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, I told you about some of the real problems with a uh, vaccine thing, and I sort of started giving myself refreshers on other things, and, oh, my God, dude. Now, it's completely understandable to think I'm batshit out of my mind, because you have to be to understand a lot of it. So when you say you're reading, you don't mean like no, 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 not not in QAnon or stuff like. That. Most of it's science stuff, believe it. Science or science in quotes. Like what well, they're not mutually exclusive in the way that you would think. But mm-hmm. oh, God damn it, I do not want to go off on the deep end here. <laughs> it's just a common occurrence. <laughs> no, it's not Mike's really. tinfoil hat segment. <laughs> We could use the same photo as uh, what was it, the the uh, for all mankind review. Just the only difference, you know, crossed eyes, finger in the air, stupid expression, disheveled hair with a tinfoil hat. Like that. <laughs> Again, there's a lot of stuff I'm really not comfortable with talking about. I don't want to, you know, be called crazy or get sniped for going out and getting a newspaper or something. But it's the tinfoil hat segment with Nigel Mike. <laughs> But, okay, there's, okay, like, so, uh, someone, I was talking with someone the other day, and they're like, why is it there seems to be so many more, like, conspiracy theorists and stuff just popping up out of nowhere? And it's, like, people you wouldn't even think, like, would be involved in, like, talking about things that are, you know, supposedly hidden truths and all, all these various different topics and all the, just all these people coming out of the woodwork and gaining notoriety for talking about you know so-called conspiracy theories i was like well of course i had to take it to the funny spot i was like that i mean 
first and foremost, that you know what pops into my head is that none of them are dying of myocarditis. Uh, carditis. See, I can't even pronounce shit. Myocarditis. I ruined the joke. <laughs> it's myocarditis. Oh, that's that. Uh, literally, uh, people having sudden cardiac arrest. You mean a heart attack? Y- yeah, not like. You know, in groups that you would never normally see, like kids, for example. Like, you don't see kids dropping dead of heart attacks normally. Uh, like, you should pull up some of the videos of these people. They look like they just got unplugged from the Matrix. Like, they just dropped dead. Oh, oh, okay. I, 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 okay Mitocarditis. Okay, like... Yeah, there it is. Mitocarditis. Mitocarditis. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dude, that's, that's something that's becoming, like you know an issue like there, there's even a whole documentary coming out about that specific you know situation like okay like one of the things uh i remember from the preview for this is uh and i actually went and did it it's like you could go to google news or google then news and then type in died suddenly and search it and see what comes up do you want me to do it right now do it all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm over here telling people to search like Omega Mart Vegas, and you're like, died suddenly. Not not every doom and gloom conspiracy thing has to be told in a serious sense. I I am living proof. I mean, there is something from the Mayo Clinic here: sudden death in young people, heart problems often blamed. I mean, I would trust the Mayo Clinic. Am I well? Am I not supposed to trust the Mayo Clinic? I didn't say that. I, I was I was asking the question. You can trust science. I love this. This is great. Ready? Ready? What can cause sudden cardiac death in young people? Blunt chest injury. You think? Dude, yo, I read this whole thing the other day about how video games are causing this in kids. They're too exciting. There was one on Yahoo News about exercise causing it. Exercise is bad for you. Listen, listen. Come on. These kids, these kids have playing the same rendition of Call of Duty for the past fifteen years. I don't think they're excited by it. No, I, okay, I don't I, think that's what's I don't doing think it. that at all. Plus, like, go back and look at some of the games we played as kids. I don't think any of them killed us. Although you did sneak up on me a few really good times with Goldeneye. From like an aneurysm from anger. I mean, you know, Castlevania definitely could cause that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We broke a few controllers during the Goldeneye area, uh, era, <sighs> if I remember correctly. Area. What 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 games really got me going? Like I'm thinking like beyond Nintendo. I'm thinking like like what games on Sega had me? I I remember getting pretty pissed off at Mortal Kombat three. Yeah, yeah. But still, it didn't kill you. No, but definitely part of my soul died. That or maybe it's just Sang Sung like absorbed it. I think that's what happened. Ooh, that's a valid point. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been Tinfoil Hat Segment with Nigel Mike. All right. (laughs) Now let's talk Bill Maher. Okay, so I want to send something to you. I want to have a nice discussion with you about this. So where are we... Uh, okay, uh, let's try this here. So I want to send this picture over to you. Dude, I got to stop it. saving Pornhub links, man. When I pull up my uh, DuckDuckGo, all I see is Pornhub saves. <sighs> Damn it, Mike. Oh, wait. 
Nope, nope, that's still a porn up save. Never mind, it had a different icon. Really trying to be family <laughs> friendly here. Um, <laughs> think of the kids, Mike, right? Well, you think of the kids. Oh, they're all addicted to Pornhub. That's you, you filthy bastard. <laughs> okay, so open that link up. It should just send you directly to a Oh, picture. yeah, 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 the close-up of the ant's face. How <laughs> horrifying is that? Like, Auntie from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids did not look like this. Yeah, but then again, that was just, you know. Okay, so that's that's horrifying. Okay, so that leads me to, to there was a new study that was published. I want to talk to you about this. Researchers from the, the University of Hong Kong and the University of, Wurt, of Wurzburg in Germany didn't attempt to count the total number of ground and tree-dwelling ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't, is this about, like, the total weight of ants or something? Yeah. Okay. I read what you're talking about. So let's go through this here because I had the number. So you're looking at almost 20 quadrillion ants on Earth. Next thing you know, they'll get the blame for climate change. You know, ant flatulence. Okay, so the final figure is equal to 1 trillion times 20,000, and the insect's total mass exceeds that of all birds and mammals combined and makes up a fifth of humans' total biomass. Do you think the ants could take over if they wanted to? I mean, nothing's impossible, but at the same time, that's... Nah, I don't think so. I think we're okay. So, oh, oh okay, okay. So so what the, what those numbers represent is that for every human on Earth, there's 2.5 million ants. That's what that is. So could you, Mike, take down 2.5 million ants? With a really big can of Raid. <laughs> Just the largest can of raid ever produced by humanity. (laughs) Like, I think, I think maybe just like, like a thousand ants could probably bring someone down. Probably. I mean, it would definitely annoy somebody to the point where they would, you know, go down like, you know, a zombie attack. You know, they would probably get you the same way as zombies do. Literally, like volume. Just in numbers? Yeah, total volume, yeah. And, and they don't give, like, 2.5 million ants per person. Like, they don't give you, like, the specific type. Because there's some, like, those bullet ants. Yeah. Have you ever heard about these things? Probably, but go ahead. So, bullet ants are one of the highest pain threshold ants, like, on the planet. Oh, the bite. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I do remember what you're talking about here. Um, the sting releases a... Oh, oh, we stumbled into it, Mike. We stumbled into it. What, what, what? <laughs> Medical terms. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. Um, okay, so the bullet ants, while not instinctually um, aggressive, they become so as a defense mechanism. Their sting releases farina. Po- po- I-, I imagine the P in this is pronounced like a F, like the Phillies. Speaking of, uh, poor one out for the Phillies, they lost. Uh, the farina toxin, which is a neurotoxin peptide. Hey, I know the word peptide. That causes severe muscle contractions and a burning sensation and, quote, great pain. In the rectum. No. <laughs> Regardless of where they sting them. Concentrated <laughs> you know, in just... the rectum. So I said rectum. Damn, you <laughs> killed, killed them. them. <laughs> 
So, like, God, you give, like, a few bullet ants and you're done. Like, let alone 2.5 million of those? Oh, goodness. Ugh. 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 I'm not okay. <laughs> no, thanks. I think ant invasion is far down the list as far as problems, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> ant invasion. All they have to do is unite, and that's it. Like if, they just, if, they, if they could set aside their differences, okay, and form one, like, one fused hive mind, oh, they could absolutely bring us down. What could humanity do with a fused hive mind? We could probably be among the stars at this point, but we're too busy fighting ones ourselves. Uh, speaking of which, we're going to start hearing about Haiti more and more soon. More hurricanes? No, no, I said Haiti. The country, yeah. Haiti. Oh, no. Yeah, wasn't oh, Haiti oh, hit sorry. with no, all no, the hurricanes? No, no. no that's uh, that's some, that was somewhere else where all those hurricanes. There was some in like I believe like Pakistan and stuff like that, floods and all sorts of things. But no, Pakistan's I mean, like, not hit by hurricanes. Floods. Pakistan. No, I, I think it was Pakistan. I think it was Pakistan. No, that got no, hit by no, 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 Pakistan is too far in. Like too far inland. I think I think India may get hit with like tsunamis, but Pakistan wow. is too far in to get hit with anything. Anyway, I'm not talking about weather. I'm talking about an, uh, you know <laughs> America's next big military quagmire. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be Haiti. Uh, why Haiti? They're really wait until after the midterm elections to bring it up. But so, dude, okay, I think I talked about this a little before. The guy who runs the. Uh, anti-government you know the corrupt fucking terrible government uh who the guy who runs the anti-government movement over there his nickname is literally barbecue and uh, can i guess why uh i you know i don't really know why he's called i think his name jimmy Cherizier or something like that and uh, anyway, the UN meeting about this was so funny to watch. Like, the official, you know, everyone in their suits and ties. And there was this woman, she's wearing, like, a, a white kind of, you know, suit dealy. And she's talking about the dangers uh, posed to, three, uh, to Haiti by barbecue. And she kept referring to him as barbecue at the UN meeting. It was so goddamn funny. <laughs> like, it's hard to take it seriously. Okay, it's hard to take it seriously. But if you delve into what the whole Haiti thing really is, it's an American-run government that's being challenged by the people and the will of the citizens of Haiti. He's not the leader. He's just a he's a gang leader, but not the leader he's of the country. He's not a gang leader. And I didn't say he was the leader of the country. I said he was the leader of the resistance to the government. I could have sworn I heard you say that, that he was the leader of the country. He was. He's the leader of this thing called the G9, I believe. Yes, yeah, Revolutionary Forces, the G9. Yeah, and that's that's actually part of the issue. There are plenty of gangs and stuff in Haiti, but the G9 group fights against the gangs and the corrupt government. I mean, he does look like a guy who does enjoy his barbecue. Okay, so why are we talking about this? Because that's the that's like I said that's the next big military quagmire. They're gonna go over there and crush this resistance group. Fantastic. Because if you look at what uh, this G nine group is doing, they're basically saying F you to all the rich and corrupt people. Oh well, that seems like a good thing, right? <laughs> I mean, isn't that what we want here? 
Hold on, I have to. No, I have an answer for that. One second, I gotta go to my. Of course not, Rob. All of our government officials and public servants only have our what does that say? Best interests in mind and at heart. Mike, are you reading off of cue cards? Who's over there? I have to go now. (laughs) (laughs) You you have a pleasant and enlightened evening. (laughs) Yes, most humorous. (laughs) Droll, yes, very droll. Very droll. Hey, I don't know if we talked about this. Um, like I have it, on, I have it as like a like something that came up in my mind, and I'm like I put it on the show notes list. I'm like I gotta ask Mike about this. Do you know when you're flirting? I have no fucking clue. I am like mentally challenged when it comes to the basic concept of flirting. Not only do I not know how, I don't even recognize when it's being done directly to me. Same. Like I have zero clue, especially that that last part right there. When I'm doing it, but if someone's flirting with me, forget it. Like they're like I don't pick up on hints at all. Like if you are not like, hey, I think you are relatively appealing to look at. You got to be as like just no subtleties, direct as possible. And even then, I think, yeah, but maybe they're just being nice. Why are you bad at it? Oh, I, I just I don't know if it's a conscience or a conscious level of like suck. What? I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I just don't respond to it. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just turned off to the whole idea. I don't know. Of being flirted with? Yeah, I literally don't recognize it. Like the space guy, he used to tell me that all the time. Like during, like you know, we'd be out and about in public clubs, whatever, and someone would come talk to me, and she'd be like. To tell me after the fact, you do realize that person was flirting with you, right? I was like, what? No. No, no, no. But yeah, she used to do that all the time, man. And I had no clue. Like, I allegedly flirt. Like, I, like, fix my hair. Like, I'll do, like, one of these. Like, I'll, like, ruffle or tossle my own hair. And I will be called out for flirting. Like, not in, like, in a, like, like an accusatory way. Just like, oh, yeah, like, that's, that's flirting. Like, I, I don't register that as a flirtatious behavior plus like during during like the period with the space coyote i was with the space coyote you know i didn't god this sounds fictitious doesn't it <laughs> yeah what, what the hell is a space coyote <laughs> find your soulmate homer <laughs> dogs don't talk <laughs> damn right <laughs> But yeah, when I was with her, man, you know, I, I, I'm like loyalty is a thing to me, man. Like it's a big thing to me. So maybe it was, maybe it wasn't so much that I was blind to it. It's just that I wasn't susceptible to it. Interesting. And therefore, didn't realize. See, but you're talking about like flirtation in like the incoming direction. You're and you just you just say that like you're loyal. And I didn't do it due to that same reason. But that, that that's the thing. Like what I'm what I'm saying is I allegedly do it and I'm not even thinking about it. Is that is that something you do? No, no. And that makes you a very bad person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, dude. No. It's No, I'm sad. It's instinctive for most people. Okay? That's just human nature. It's not illegal yet. 
We'll get there, but not yet. <laughs> it's illegal. We're gonna. It's, it's gonna be like the world of the giver, you know, like where people are just paired up to like bring in children. Like they're not like it's not love isn't a thing. No, like you are you are paired with for the best combination of genome. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's a conscious coupling. <laughs> it's romantic as a spreadsheet. It's perfect. <laughs> Man, these these V lookups are making me hot. <laughs> One last thing about the Excel thing, and then we'll move on. I'd okay, like to pivot those tables. Okay. Yeah, I'm better now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but like people are, you constantly see these people talking about like, oh, you know, actual face-to-face dating, and you know, all these other like normal human things as far as picking up girls or guys or whatever you know they're being phased out by like online dating and shit it's like no shit you can get fucking sued nowadays just for saying what's up to a girl if she doesn't you know give you some sort of written pre-approval like (laughs) of course (laughs) i i was actually having a conversation with some um some hip young youths uh the other day about this the one girl was saying that because she was talking about this guy that she finds really, really cute in her class. And I'm like, I'm going to share with you a secret. The to wisdom picking up... of the ages. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, let me bestow upon you some sage wisdom, okay, on how to get a guy. Go up to him, introduce yourself, and then ask him if you'd like to get coffee. Crazy. Mind-blowing. And that's another one. Enjoy it while you can. Pretty soon that'll be a type of rape. <laughs> like... Like and and and, she, and her argument was well no like he should come like he should come say something to me I'm like nah no, you'll be waiting forever well why why does he why does he have to plus that's super outdated yeah and this this actually falls into like what you and I were talking about a few seconds ago like we don't pick up on cues yeah okay she's like well I smile at him I'm like he's not seeing that okay like he's not seeing you smile at him all yeah, right people smile at me all the time doesn't mean they want to bang me like. Or does it? I don't know. Again, I don't know. So uh, right, right. No idea. I'm like, I'm like, just go up to him and say who you are and that you want to go out to coffee. I'm like, that is going to blow his mind because I guarantee you, no one has done that, and you will stand out. But just the the idea of engaging in like one on one physical communication was just like it, it, this 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 person could not wrap her head around to do. It was just like the forward thing. Like, hey, ask the person that they want to spend some time together. You will be pleasantly surprised. Like, I didn't even, you know, flirt or, you know, hit, hit on the space coyote, you know? She, she was a guest at my birthday party. We didn't even know each other. She came with someone else. She, she found me attractive. And what she did, I guess it's technically stalking. Okay? Okay. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> She found out from uh, my friend who uh, took her to the party where I Mm -hmm. hung out and stuff like that. Okay. And one of them was a club. So she found me there that night, sparked up a conversation with me, and we had a date on – this was a Wednesday night at the club, and then we had a date on Saturday. And by the end of the date, she had moved into our house. And we were together for 15 years. Okay, so back then, and I, I don't know, like I, I don't know why I can justify this in my mind, but I can. Back then, hearing that story, and I'm like, 
Yeah, that, that makes sense. You know, she found out where you go. She, where you typically hang out. She went there in hopes of finding you. That, that, that's cute. Yeah. But now, like, that would be like an episode of the show You on Netflix. Pretty like, much. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you'd be on, like, some sort of forensic file. Yeah, you know, um, you'd be put on a watch list. <laughs> <laughs> well, he found, well, he he found out where she went, and then he went there. Oh, oh, you know what? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe if you reverse the gender roles in that, then it seems creepy. I wasn't gonna touch that part, but it's a valid point. <laughs> I, I'm just, hey, you know what? It's not offensive to talk about it. Like, it's a valid thing. Like, but I think there are double standards in that kind of stuff. I was just about to say that they're all over the map. You know, it, that's not even, you know, in the before time and the long, long ago. That's now. <laughs> the long, long ago. <laughs> the long, long ago of the early 2000s, children. <laughs> that time did happen, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> the Simpsons were still going. Baby One More Time just peaked at number one. Dude, I was watching uh, this thing about this guy. He was running all of this. Uh, when you said baby one more time, it got me thinking about Britney Spears, which is why I bring this up. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I and anyone else listening could probably follow that train of thought. You'd be surprised, but okay. Yeah. Um, what do you got? He, This guy was running all these different versions of facial recognition software on uh, various celebrities and politicians and all this stuff because – like, okay, for example, Dave Chappelle was one of them. And there was this huge conspiracy going around a long time ago. Like, after he left Chappelle's show and went to Africa and came back, you know, he was really different. So, there this conspiracy surfaced that he had died in Africa and was replaced with some kind of double or a clone or some shit. I think even members of his family got behind this at one point. But, they, like I said, they were running all these facial recognition softwares on people. And, like, Dave Chappelle comes up Dave Chappelle. Um, most of the people that they, he, he, he ran these various softwares on came up as them, but, like, uh, Britney Spears did not. Like, no matter which program he ran, Britney Spears kept coming up as not Britney Spears. Maybe she's just changed that much? Well, okay, you can also chalk some of that up to, like, plastic surgery and aging and shit. Has Britney had, the, had work done? I don't know. I mean, I mean she's always been kind of just, like, fierce about who she is. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But I, I couldn't also speculate as to why it would keep saying no. But they would run it on all sorts of people and it would come up, yes, Britney Spears was no, no, no across the board. Uh, and I know I'm opening a can of worms on this one. I'm just going to say it and we're going to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened. Oh, dear. Moving on. But Dave Chappelle turns out to be Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Fantastic, Mike. Fantastic. I, I still have this this uh, Mayo Clinic article open. I just oh, like. Oh right, we we derailed. Right, anyway, go ahead. Back on track. I was just saying, like, I can't help but still laugh. It's like it's like what what could cause sudden death in, in a young person? Blunt force trauma. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Tell me more about how, like, a sledgehammer to the sternum will bring down a, a, a young person. Right. Do tell me. I'm, I'm, like, I'm confused as to how that works. Like a, that's like a witch trial logic. It's like, we're drowning her, and if she drowns, she's not a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she dies, and she's a good Puritan soul. God bless her. And we just murdered her. 
before I say this, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay? Huge okay. fan. Uh, but did you see him on Bill Maher? Mm-mm. You got to watch it. I think it's like a week before uh, now. Anyway, it's easy to find. Dude, he was hopped up on something, man. Okay, why? Like, just his behavior. He was, like, skittish and fucking really just bizarre behavior. He Like, that's co- that's common to someone you'd see taking a bunch of amphetamines or on meth or something, you know? Uh, I assume you're talking about the one from three weeks ago? Yeah, 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 yeah three weeks ago. Oh, oh, oh. The guy he had on last week, he's plugging a children's book on the show. Which in and of itself is a little weird, right? What? Adults write children's books all the time. Children don't write children's books. <laughs> they don't go on Bill Maher to plug the book. Why not? That's where adults are. Adults will buy it for their children. I suppose that makes sense. I actually have a children's book right over here. Hold on, let me grab it. And Robert sees a who. No, it's uh. Oh wait, Robert hears his neighbors in bed. <laughs> it's called Whose Boat Is This Boat? Whose boat is this boat? Well, this is, okay, so this is, uh, Whose Boat is This Boat? Comments comments that don't help in the aftermath of a hurricane by Donald J. J. Trump by accident. Printed by Shimon and Suster. So uh, 100% of the late show's proceeds, because this is from uh, Steve Colbert's uh, late show, proceeds for this book go to help hurricane victims of Hurricane Florence. This book is comprised solely of comments spoken by President Donald J. Trump in the wake of the Hurricane Florence on September 19th, 2018 in New Bern, North Carolina. You have a, you know, it's, it is literally like a picture book. <laughs> okay. Like it is, it is literally a children's book. Okay. And you have like Donald Trump flies in and he's going to help the people of, uh, of North Carolina. Um, and he's pointing at a, pointing at a boat. Is this your boat or did it become your boat? <laughs> Uh, this boat is wiped out, or not? <laughs> <laughs> or not? <laughs> Wouldn't want to cross the ocean in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> literal comment by uh, by former President Trump. And do you know whose boat that is? They don't know whose boat that is. <laughs> to see what we're seeing, this boat. I don't know what happened, but this boat just came here. <laughs> At least you got a good, nice boat out of the deal. Have a good time. <laughs> He's like throwing a pack of hot dogs at people. <laughs> the end. There is no moral. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to cut this whole thing. Like, well, I'm not. No, leave it in. That was funny as shit. I'm reading a picture book on a podcast. <laughs> like, no. We'll get the younger crowd. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's who listens to the podcast. Children. No, no, no. But uh, Biden did a uh, right before that last hurricane in Florida. I keep wanting to say Ian, but I don't feel like that's right for some reason. Maybe it is. Who knows? But where it's like, well, what's the best way to prepare and respond? And he's like, well, one of the best ways is to get your vaccination against COVID. It's like, yeah, your house is floating away, but make sure you're vaccinated. <laughs> like, come on. It's important, you know? It's not doesn't help that the fact that you're that you're a flood okay. victim in that situation if it's like get eaten by an alligator or a shark that happened to come in which did happen there's videos of sharks swimming up flooded streets and shit but 
But but yeah, it's like oh, get eaten by street shark or make sure I get street sharks. <laughs> wow, that's a that is a reference to a '90s cartoon. <laughs> street shark. <laughs> It's like uh like the discount ninja turtles right yeah. <laughs> street sharks <laughs> i i have vague memories of street sharks and battle beasts and battle um <laughs> well battle toads are something different remember battle beasts they had like the little hologram thing oh, on yeah, their chest yeah, yeah it was always like an elemental symbol yeah yeah Witchcraft. i remember like the rhino had like <laughs> the rhino had like a mace on his arm yeah the little rhino thing. guy in the yellow armor that's got to be somewhere at the parents' house still, right? Nah, I doubt it, man. <sighs> uh, I think we got enough material to work on. <laughs> what we really need to do, Mike, before we end this episode, is we need to talk about the popper story. Co-opting my f***ing job of being the public disappointment. You believe this f***ing guy? And I know you're going to hear this later when you're editing this. You should leave it in.